Welcome back to The Fraud. I'm Jess. I'm Avery. And I'm Emma. And today we will be discussing one of the first known serial killers in the U.S., H.H. Holmes. This notorious individual was born on May 16, 1861, in his hometown of Gilmanton, New Hampshire. Here are some interesting facts about H.H. Holmes. He graduated high school at only 16 years old. He practiced surgery on animals because he was interested in medicine. He was born into an affluent home, and some accounts say that he may have killed one of his childhood friends. Now let's dive into some case details. To start off, H.H. Holmes was in school as a medical student. He would steal corpses to get life insurance on them. This led him to a man, Benjamin Pizzell. Him and Holmes created a plan to fake his death to collect $10,000 from life insurance. Holmes had been jailed before where he met a man named Marion Hedgepath. This is where he discussed this insurance scam that they were planning. But little did Holmes know that Marion would later help investigators by revealing details about their discussion. Investigators realized that Holmes was trying to steal another corpse in another insurance scam and realized he had actually murdered Pizzell, not only him, but his family as well. Holmes was then captured and sentenced to death to later be hanged in Philadelphia. Oh, and by the way, this all occurred in Philadelphia during the 1890s. Let's take a short break for commercials. This podcast is sponsored by Britannica and Crime Museum. Go check them out for some great information. Did you know? Biography.com is a great source for learning about your favorite serial killers and exploring new information. Don't forget to subscribe to AlcatrazEast.com for a chance to win a free month subscription to The Fraud. And we're back! We will be continuing our new segment that we introduced a few weeks ago where we will be answering questions from our listeners. We will select three lucky listeners today. First, we have BirdDoll123, and they want to know if Holmes endured psychological testing. And the answer is no, they did not. Next, we have a question from Serial Killer Lover 9. What are the typical tests run on this type of serial killer? This is a good question. There is a 10-minute test that is based on the implicit association test, which reveals people's deepest thoughts and feelings. Lastly, we have a question from Forensic Teacher 5. What is the typical diagnosis? Typically, the consensus is that the individual has antisocial personality disorder, and they assess the degree of psychopathy. Well, we had another successful experience with our new segment. We love hearing from our listeners. Let's move on to the criminal profile. This includes race, sex, physical characteristics, values, and beliefs. H.H. Holmes was a white male who had a strong build, a full mustache, and was conventionally attractive. His values and beliefs were that he believed that he was evil ever since he was born. His modus operandi, or M.O., was to seduce and charm women, get them to take out life insurance, and then he would lead them to his murder castle in which he would brutally murder and dismember them. He did not have a specific signature, but most of his victims stayed at his hotel, and that's where he chose his victims as well. Next up, we have qualifications. 
The criteria of a serial killer is to have murdered three or more people over more than a month with a significant amount of time between the killings. H.H. H. Holmes fit these circumstances because he murdered around 200 people with days, weeks, or even months between some of the kills. Some researchers believe that H.H. H. Holmes may also have been Jack the Ripper in the UK, but this is not a known fact. Now we are going to add our personal thoughts. I personally think that H.H. H. Holmes was one of the worst men to walk this earth. I agree. The things that he did to the woman and the way that he hurt their families is unacceptable. Yeah, the way he went about, like, getting life insurance from them was kind of weird. But it was kind of smart at the same time, but still very brutal. And it just was not a good thing for him to do. I think it's also sad because, you know, we can see from all the murderers and his thinking that he was a smart man. And that he could have used that potential to really help out people for the better. But that's not what happened. Yeah, he could have been a really like smart person, gone to college and things like that. But he decided to kill people instead. That's true. Proven from his actions, it is very clear that he had some issues deep down in the psychological area. Yeah, I agree with that. Even from when being a kid, when he would do the medical things on animals and his friends and stuff like that and going into the medical field to begin with in college shows that he has that interest yeah he could have been really smart and a really like outstanding person in society but he just butchered it for himself and when he killed his friend possibly um that's a very bad thing to have happened so that must mean that his parents just because he came from an affluent home doesn't mean that his parents didn't um hurt him or um torture him in any kind of way thanks for listening make sure to tune in next week for our new episode see you next week